Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Revelation 21. The new heaven and earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth passed away. And there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here and I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb the new Jerusalem. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her brilliance was like a very costly stone as a stone of crystal clear jasper. It had a great and high wall with 12 gates. 
And at the gates twelve angels, and names were written on them, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel. There were three gates on the east, and three gates on the north, and three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. And the wall of the city had twelve foundation stones, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The one who spoke with me had a gold measuring rod to measure the city and its gates and its wall. The city is laid out as a square, and its length is as great as the width. And he measured the city with the rod. Fifteen hundred miles, its length and width and height are equal. And he measured its wall, seventy-two yards according to human measurements, which are also angelic measurements. The material of the wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundation stones of the city wall were adorned with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation stone was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sargius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysophase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each one of the gates was a single pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God was illumined it, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. In the daytime, for there will be no night there, its gates will never be closed. And they will bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing unclean and no one who practices abomination and lying shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. So in Revelation 21, we can see the new heaven, the new earth, the old is gone and the new has come. And as God reestablishes um, the eternal the eternal kingdom. Um, you're seeing a lot of that described here. But there's some some very big warnings in this scripture. And you can see that he talks about um, the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers, immoral persons, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and then he adds one, and all liars. And when you look at this, the cowardly, okay, I can I can understand the cowardly, those who don't have a confidence and courage, because he said to be strong and courageous. Over and over again, he told us to be strong and courageous. And those who were timid, not meaning people that are just shy, or who don't have quite the courage or level of um, bravery of some other people, but cowardly, you know, that wouldn't stand firm on God's word and his truth in defending truth and unbelieving, not even believing in it. Those two going together are, are pretty, there's a strong message right there. And the fact that he put those who just wouldn't stand up for what they believed in and those who completely didn't even believe it together and then 
the abominable, things that are done that are considered abominations to the Lord. And there's a lot of things that he has described in the, in the Bible as abominations. And then murderers, that's an obvious one. Immoral persons, things who have go against God's ethic. And ethics are defining uh, or what is right and wrong and discerning that. So if you've got a poor ethic or an ethic that goes against God's ethic, that's immoral. Immoral means without morals. Morals change. Ethics don't. And God's ethic is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Whenever we try to say, yeah, but in this situation, well, that ethic really is a moral standard, and that's called situationism, and it's not of God. It doesn't matter what situation it is. Right is right, and wrong is wrong, period. There's contradiction within the worldly morals. So, and there's multiple of those, but people who don't have morals, they don't understand virtue and, and understanding what is right and wrong. You need to really get to God's ethical standard and living in that. And then sorcerers, those who... who um, engage with witchcraft and with uh, potions. And by the way, there's a lot of things that fall under that category that you may not even fully understand. But uh, manipulation is a form of sorcery. Manipulation is a form of witchcraft. So uh, so are the, the word pharma comes from magic potion. Pharma is, of course, pharmaceuticals that we have today and medicines. And a lot of it is just a magic potion and trying to get the result that you want. Um, but then idolaters, people who put anything, including themselves, above God. That's idolatry. But then this one. And all liars. Liars. You'd think... I mean, that's a big deal, but these, these are some strong words to be mixed in with liars. And I've even done before, kind of uh, when I was a youth pastor a long time ago, we we would pick topics and we would have debates. And one of the debates that we had was, uh, is it ever okay to lie? Is it ever? That's, that's all times, ever okay to lie. And they came up with justifications for lying. Uh, a lot of, you know, it's easy to do so. If it's protecting the feelings of the other person, it's okay to lie. Or if it's to keep people from getting in trouble, it's okay to lie. That's not what the Bible says. And again, that goes back to God's ethic. All liars. All of them. I can think about some traditions and some technically pagan holidays that Christians practice today that are full of lies. It's where they're lying to their children. It's still a lie. Whether it's a white lie, whether it's a huge lie, a lie is a lie. And he said, all liars are going to have their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. So how important is that? You know, the whole point of just looking at something as simple as lying. You know, um, 
And this is where I've had people who will come up and say, yeah, but Jesus died on the cross, so I don't have to worry about that anymore because he took it for me. Okay, so you're saying that because Jesus died on the cross, you can live as you want to live. You no longer have to be obedient to his word. Because that statement itself contradicts what Jesus himself said when he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he also said, you should do these things, but do not forget to do the even more important things. And he was talking about obedience to God's word. Jesus also said, I did not come to, and the, depending on the translation, you get it different ways, but I did not come to abolish the law, but I came to, they're, they're very consistent in that one, to get rid of, to wipe away, to, I did not come to abolish the law, but I came to, that next phrase is what is different in almost every translation, well, many translations, to where they say fulfill. Or something similar to that. But the actual original translation, the word means to model. He gave us an example of how to live a life within the law. Not justifying breaking the law because he died for it. When we fall, when we're pursuing excellence and perfection, diligently pursuing it and trying not to sin, we slip up and do sin, that's what grace is for. Grace is not to justify our ability to go and sin. If you're living a life knowing that what you're doing is sinning, that's grieving the Spirit. And Jesus speaks very strongly on that. But looking here, here's Colossians. In Colossians 3, starting in 5, it says, Therefore consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. That's putting yourself above God. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. Those who disobey. That means that you're supposed to obey. And in them you also once walked when you were living in them. But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. And here's the next thing, starting in nine. Do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. You're listing a lot of things in this scripture. And in this scripture, it says, do not lie. And then compares it to, or, or makes it equal to evil practices. In Proverbs 6, these are the six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue. And then it goes on. It Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. My son, observe the commandment of your father. So, Lying. Now, I know we're just going for the very simple here. Is it important? He talks about it a lot more than this. Are your words important? Because to God, I think he's shown us that they are. And whether it's something from just stretching the truth to make us sound better, or saying a lie to protect someone else's innocence, or saying a lie because we're wanting to entertain children, with false traditions, a lie is a lie. And he said, 
in Revelation 21, all liars. And he also talked about if you that one sin is equal to another. So lying would be equal to murder. We know murdering is bad. Yet we come up with reasons why lying is okay. <coughs> and that is not the way God wants it. So Father, um, sorry for the times that, that I have fallen short of your expectation. Sorry for the times that, that I've told untruths and lies and white lies and, and things that I should not have, knowing that your word says different. I just pray for forgiveness. I pray that uh, because you are a forgiving Father, that as I repent to you and, and um, confess, um, you do forgive me and you're faithful to do so. And I'm so thankful for that. And uh, Father, I just pray that you could give me the courage. You could give me the clarity that my words could be yes, yes, and amen, as yours are. And that I could just speak truth in all things. And I, I pray for anyone else who struggles with this, that you could uh, continue to pour grace over us as we pursue. Our desire is to pursue truth in you. Um, and I just pray that you can continue to guide us in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.